Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Taking indecent liberties with one of her students, I'm Neil Augenstein. Lower speed limits in the district has officials focus on safer roads. What drivers need to know, I'm Melissa Howell. Lost track of all the twists and turns in the Mar-a-Lago investigation? CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland will have a summary of what's going on in just 10 minutes. 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago, a gruesome discovery in Ukraine after territory is recaptured from Russian troops. CBS's Deborah Pata is near Izium. The smell is overpowering, death on an industrial scale, and the work overwhelming, exhausting for those on the scene. So many graves. I stopped counting after 100, and there's still more. They have found over 400 shallow graves, and at least one of them a mass grave. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says some of the bodies show signs of torture and the exact number of victims is unknown. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says he is not backing down and will use, quote, every penny of a $12 million state fund to transport migrants from the border to other states. About 50 migrants he sent to Massachusetts on Wednesday have been taken from Martha's Vineyard to a military base on Cape Cod. CBS's Elaine Quijano reports. Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis, who organized the migrant flights from Texas to Martha's Vineyard using a $12 million fund again defended his actions. They already bust them out. They're gone. They said they said we want everyone. No one's illegal and they're gone within 48 hours. Here on Cape Cod, it's not clear how long the migrants will stay at this military base. Massachusetts state agencies are working with nonprofit groups to provide the migrants with access to a variety of services, including legal assistance and health care. Demand to view the coffin of Queen Elizabeth II was so great that the U.S. government temporarily stopped people from joining the long line. These two women missed out on getting a spot and got into... Queue to get into Absolutely. the queue. Um, yes, it seems yes. that way. Yeah, we're still smiling. The Daily Mail reports a man was arrested today for rushing the Queen's coffin and lifting the royal standard. Second gentleman Doug Emhoff and White House COVID-19 response coordinator Dr. Ajit Shah have received their updated vaccine boosters. Dr. Shah on the importance of getting the shot as soon as it's you are eligible. B5 is super contagious. It's out there. Getting a vaccine that specifically targets it is going to make a big difference. Move over, Jeff Bezos. There's a new second richest person, as CBS's Christopher Cruz reports. It's Indian industrialist Gautam Adani. The Bloomberg Billionaires Index says the 60-year-old Adani was worth $100 billion in April, but his net worth is now estimated at $147 billion. Since April, the value of stock in his publicly traded businesses has risen sharply. The journal says he heads a conglomerate with interests in green energy, cement, power, and gas distribution. Bloomberg says Elon Musk is still the world's richest man. This is CBS News. Dell's semi-annual sale has arrived. Save big on PCs with Windows 11 Pro. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Call 877-ASK-DELL. It's 8.03 here on WTOP on this Friday evening. We've got 70 degrees in Chantilly, and we're down to the middle 50s overnight.
I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour for Friday night, September 16th. Virginia Commonwealth University has reached a settlement with the family of a student from Sterling who died after a fraternity party last year. The family of 19-year-old Adam Oaks will get nearly a million dollars as part of the settlement. In addition, the university says it's setting up a blueprint to create a national model that fosters a safer and healthier dynamic for students in Greek organizations. One important part of the agreement, alcohol will no longer be allowed at fraternity or sorority events where pledges are present. Oaks died of alcohol poisoning in February of 2021. His family blames the death on hazing. A guilty plea tonight from a former high school counselor who had a sexual relationship with a student that lasted years. It happened in Loudoun County, where WTOP's Neil Augenstein has new details. In 2013, Ann Barrett was a counselor at Freedom High School in South Riding. The 16-year-old boy was a student. She invited him to go to the playground with her and her child because he was hanging out with the wrong crowd at the time. She later invited him to dinner. They watched TV on the couch, and that led to sexual activity. She's now pleaded guilty to taking indecent liberties with a child by a person in a custodial relationship. Her lawyer says Barrett's taken responsibility and is remorseful. She faces up to five years when she's sentenced in December. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Carjackings have been on the rise around the area, and the victims of one carjacking got a rude surprise from D.C.'s Department of Motor Vehicles. They were asked to pay up to $600 in speeding tickets for that carjacker's joyride. Robert Mann's wife was carjacked at an Alexandria gas station in January. The car driven into the district. He's telling NBC4, our news partners, that his wife is still too frightened to talk about it. She felt violated. She was nearly in tears and shock, of course. Fortunately, she was physically unharmed. Shortly after it happened, the couple was able to track the car with GPS as it made its way into D.C. I was optimistic that we we're going to recover the car. But that never happened. By the time police responded, the man's car was gone. The GPS tractor disabled. They got the bill from the speeding tickets a few weeks later, despite the fact that the man sent in copies of a letter from Alexandria police proving they weren't driving the vehicle at the time. D.C. refused to void them. There is a happy ending here after NBC4 reached out to D.C.'s DMV. A spokesperson said both tickets have since been dismissed. If you're driving through D.C., you'll want to keep an eye out for changes to some speed limits. They're now in effect. Speed limits on some of the district's busiest streets lowered from 30 miles per hour to 25. It's part of Mayor Muriel Bowser's Vision Zero goals and an effort to follow national standards. So where can you expect to see the change? Over on Connecticut Avenue Northwest and New York Avenue Northeast. And future changes will happen along portions of Wheeler Road Southeast and Blair Road Northwest. Now, officials say the lower speed will reduce deadly pedestrian accidents and provide more reaction time for drivers. The plan is to continue assessing busy roads and crash data to decide what other areas might see similar changes to the speed limit. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Still ahead here on WTOP, all the latest twists and turns in the Mar-a-Lago investigation just this week. Scott McFarlane of CBS News will be along in just a bit. We're glad to have you with us to start the weekend on WTOP. With the federal fiscal year-end fast approaching, DLT Solutions has the technology your organization needs to maximize its remaining budget dollars. CrowdStrike is the market leader in cloud-delivered protection of endpoints, cloud workloads, identity, and data for DOD and civilian agencies. At CrowdStrike, intelligence and expertise come together to deliver modern, secure, and resilient zero-trust capabilities for the federal government. To learn more, visit DLT.com slash CrowdStrike. 
CrowdStrike. That's DLT.com slash CrowdStrike. I want to break free. Ready to break free, DC? See the world with Norwegian and enjoy 40% off all cruises to the Caribbean, Europe, and more. We'll even help you get there with free airfare for second guests. Plus, enjoy free open bar, free specialty dining, and more. Visit ncl.com, call your travel advisor, or 1-888-NCL-CRUISE. Offer and soon, DC. Norwegian Cruise Line. Sail safe, feel free. Ships Registry, the Bahamas and USA. Restrictions apply. All across the country, people are working hard for their financial freedom. So at BlackRock, we're giving millions of Americans access to investing through our low-cost ETFs. From the plains to the coasts, we help Americans invest for their future and help communities thrive. BlackRock, invested in the future of Americans. Investing involves risks, including possible loss of principal. BlackRock Investments, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Visit blackrock.com slash invested. It's 808. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. Bob Imler is in the traffic center. Starting to finally ease up on the Beltway in Montgomery County. Just brief congestion here and there in each direction between 95 and 270 on the Beltway. So things are running a lot better now. 50 out of the Bay Bridge runs without delay, but on 50 eastbound after 404, and why mills still have the crash. All lanes remain blocked in the eastbound direction of 50 after 404. You can get to 404, though, and uh, westbound all travel lanes are open. In Virginia, things are running pretty well on 66 in both directions. And on 95, a little bit of congestion approaching the Occoquan each way, but things are starting to ease up there as well. Did have a crash on Route 17 at Stork Road, a couple miles to the west of 95. I believe they're still working on that. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Bob Imler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast on Amelia Draper. After beautiful weather for the work week, nice weather continues throughout the weekend. With lows tonight in the upper 50s to mid-60s under mainly clear skies. For tomorrow, mostly sunny, actually hazy sun from the wildfire smoke out west with highs in the low to mid-80s. Mid to upper 80s on Sunday. On Monday, it starts to feel a little humid with highs around 90 and the chance for a late-day shower. Tuesday is looking gorgeous with highs in the 80s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. At Reagan National tonight, 76. BWI Marshall down to 71 and 70 degrees at Dulles. Some suburban areas cooling off to 55 overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 8:10. We're following the latest on the former President Trump Mar-a-Lago top-secret documents investigation. Months before, National Archives leaders got back hundreds of classified documents in 15 boxes from Donald Trump's Florida club. They were told none of the material was sensitive or classified. The Washington Post is reporting tonight the archives were told that Trump only had 12 boxes of what they called news clippings. This comes from sources familiar with the discussions between the federal government and the former president's team. The Post says this was all during a phone call roughly a year ago in September of 2021. Well, let's take you live now to Scott McFarland, CBS News congressional correspondent, as we talk more Mar-a-Lago. Scott, welcome back. And uh, a judge has named a special master, as we learned, to go through all the documents. They've blocked the Justice Department inquiry into the files, and we know DOJ plans an appeal. But uh, what's next besides a lot of waiting? 
Oh, it's going to be a lot more waiting. This is going to be a novel, not a short story. That much became clear as this week wrapped up, Dimitri. Everybody could be back in court Tuesday. The judge has scheduled a hearing, and it's possible we see not just the Justice Department and the Trump legal team, but the special master uh, at the federal courthouse in the Southern District of Florida, West Palm Beach. The bottom line is the judge has blocked off the Justice Department from investigating those records or using those records as part of its criminal investigation into the records seized at Mar-a-Lago. So there's a holding pattern that's going to last through at least or potentially through the end of November. That's the time frame the judge has given this special master to do the work, to review the documents that report back to the court what's in play and what's not in play. This is a saga building, not a short story. Now, we know that politics is attached to a lot of this, and you do hear a lot of people in the progressive community say, how is it that you can stop the Justice Department, the formidable and, for a lot of people, respected Justice Department from doing its work? Have any legal experts been able to explain that to you as you do your reporting? That's funny you ask that. I think the legal experts are asking, how did somebody manage to stop the Justice Department from looking through records that may very well be classified, top secret, and most certainly, according to everybody involved in the Justice Department side, the property of the United States government. How has a federal judge stopped the U.S. government from looking through records that belong to it? Judge Eileen Cannon in the Southern District of Florida is a Trump appointee, gave her order arguing that it's not, she's not going to take the Justice Department's word for it. She wants to have an unbiased arbiter come in and look at things and then report back to her what next step is likely feasible. But here's the thing. The Justice Department has poised an appeal of all this to the 11th Circuit Court of Appeal in Atlanta, and that may be their next step. And the judges said, Dimitri, they can keep investigating. They just can't look at this subset of records. But the Justice Department has responded saying their investigation is impacted. It is stymied by not being able to do so. There is another big January 6th trial coming up the, or down the pike very quickly or soon. What can you tell us about that whole affair? Let me tell you, the second half of September has got some huge January 6th trials. First of all, the top-line case, the Oath Keeper Seditious Conspiracy Trial, goes starting September 27th. This is the group led by Stuart Rhodes, accused of not just plotting and planning to be here January 6th, but to attack the government and block the peaceful transfer of power. This is the most provocative case. It goes to a jury the last week of September. But next week... A man named Doug Jensen goes on trial. Jensen's the man you may have seen in your mind's eye facing off against that solitary Capitol officer blocking the U.S. Senate, Officer Eugene Goodman. The man at the front of that mob is Doug Jensen. He goes on trial next week, and Dimitri, I'm told, Officer Goodman is expected to testify. We'll be watching closely and uh, following your reporting. Scott, thank you very much. Thanks for bearing with me no, tonight. No, really appreciate it. Thanks for bearing with us as well. It's uh, it's always a struggle, as you know, in this post-COVID world. And CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland is with us most every Friday night here on WTOP for updates on now Mar-a-Lago, but also for a long time, the latest on January 6th. Well, coming up here, the commanders make their final preparations ahead of Sunday's game in Detroit. Frank Hanrahan will have some more about that just a minute away. I am Thomas Myers, president of IBW Local 26. Do you own an electrical contracting business? Would you like assistance with obtaining more work? Are you seeking more networking opportunities, help finding the most highly trained workers? Do you want the best pay and benefits for your employees? If so, then consider partnering with IBW Local 26. By partnering with the Electricians Union, you can take your business to the next level. IBW Local 26 represents more than 150 contractors of all sizes. 
We provide world-class training to more than 10,000 skilled electricians. And we handle health care and retirement benefits so you don't have to. Contact IBW Local 26 to learn about how we can help grow your business. Go to IBWLocal26.org. That's IBEWLocal26.org. Click on the Business Opportunities tab to start growing today. IBW, wired for growth. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 8-15, here is Frank Hanrahan. Nationals, uh, slow start. They are down still 4 to nothing. playing this one in the bottom of the fourth at Nationals Park. Josiah Gray allowed four runs in the second inning, including a two-run homer as the uh, Nats have their work cut out for them. Again, down four-zip in the bottom of the fourth at Nationals Park. Up north, it is the Orioles visiting Toronto, and the Birds now with a 2-1 lead, just played a two in the fourth. 2-1 lead, Baltimore over Toronto, top of the fifth inning. Commanders will head to Detroit tomorrow to visit the 0-1 Detroit Lions, who put up a good fight, but it was a loss to the Eagles, 38-35 last week. Commanders 1-0 after getting by Jacksonville late heroics from Carson Wentz and company. But despite that, Detroit is favored by 1.5 Sunday at 1 o'clock. Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert fractured to his rib cartilage. Happened in the loss at Kansas City last night. Team is considering him day to day. A lot of local college football tomorrow. For a preview, check out Presto's Picks at WTOP.com. Again, Nats down 4-zip to the Marlins in the 4th at Nats Park. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. The ongoing relocation of migrants by Republican governors could lead to a legal fight. Political reports that California Governor Gavin Newsom, along with leaders in Florida and Massachusetts, are urging the Justice Department to investigate Ron DeSantis, the Florida governor, and Illinois' governor as well. Uh, is saying that his office is examining the legality of busing migrants into his state from Texas. That would be Democratic Illinois Governor J.D. Pritzker. Now, West Virginia has become the second state in the nation to enact an abortion ban following the overturning of Roe v. Wade. The ban has exemptions for medical emergencies and for rape and incest victims. And leaders in Prince George's County say a single written warning has been issued since the county's curfew for kids 16 and younger took effect. Police say that the warning was issued by the guardians of a 16-year-old girl. The warning was issued to the guardians of a 16-year-old girl. She was found in a car with someone who had a gun, and that person was arrested. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in just minutes. After that impressive run in the U.S. Open tennis tournament recently, a local star is being honored in the county where he grew up. WTOP's Kyle Cooper has that. I welcome you likewise on Francis Tiafo Day in Prince George's County. County Executive Angela also Brooks doing the honors at the Junior Tennis Champions Club in College Park where Tiafo learned the game. Continue to cheer him on. Tiafo! Hundreds showed up to do just that with Tiafo. It's truly really unbelievable. Uh, to come here and feel the love after the best two weeks of my life means everything. And his parents on hand. With the grace of God, he will continue to excel. JTCC will always be um, a home for me. Tiafo's father, Francis Sr., worked maintenance at the JTCC, living on the grounds with Francis and his brother. In Prince George's County, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. 
traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks with Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In the district, northbound DC 295 before Pennsylvania Avenue. Officials on the scene of a crash there. And on the Beltway in Maryland, believe we have a new crash. This one's on the inner loop after 355. And it's getting slow once again from 355 on the inner loop headed toward Connecticut Avenue. On 50 out to the Bay Bridge, no delays. But the crash remains on 50 eastbound after 404. All lanes remain blocked in the eastbound direction headed toward Easton and the eastern shore and the shore itself, I should say. Westbound, all traffic is getting by with the lanes open. 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway as well as 270 each running well. Virginia side on 66 running pretty freely both ways. And on 95, just briefly saw at the Occoquan both ways. Otherwise, uh, things are running pretty well up and down. 95 from Springfield to Fredericksburg and beyond. Nothing in your way. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast from Amelia Draper. A beautiful night across the area with mainly clear skies and lows in the upper 50s to mid-60s. So refreshing tomorrow morning, feeling very autumnal. But then a nice warm afternoon on your Saturday with highs in the low to mid-80s. Plenty of sun, but there will be some haze out there. And that's actually smoke from the wildfires burning out west. On Sunday, mostly sunny and a bit warmer, but the humidity levels remaining low with highs in the mid to upper 80s. For Monday, we'll warm to around 90 degrees with mostly to partly sunny skies and a small chance for a shower around later in the day, mainly Monday evening, otherwise feeling a little bit humid. On Tuesday, we return to full sunshine with highs in the 80s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Tonight in Annapolis at 72. Bowie is at 66 and Leesburg 70 degrees. Some parts of the area late tonight could be down to 55. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Pay for half your new roof later and half never. Still ahead on WTOP in London, mourners continue to line up for miles to view the coffin of Queen Elizabeth II. Stay with us on WTOP. A 3% listing fee doesn't sound like a lot when selling a home. Until it's your money. Cap Center has a much smaller number to consider. It's the number one, as in a 1% listing fee. That works out to an average savings of over $5,000. We can charge less because Cap Center agents are not your typical commission-based realtors. Our salaried team focuses on what really matters. Our clients, like Carlos Sancho. I'm a web manager, so numbers are important to me, but so is service. My agent was stellar. He made the process a breeze. The savings that CapCenter provides was just icing on the cake. When you're buying or selling, you need all the help you can get. So why hire just a realtor when you can work with an experienced, full-service real estate and mortgage team dedicated to you? Keep the process simple and save money with a 1% listing fee. CapCenter. Believe it. Equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Real testimonials voiced by real clients. Visit CapCenter.com for rate savings and offer limitations. NMLS ID number 67717, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. 821. The emotional and physical pain from missing or broken teeth is real. Find your smile again at the Cascade Center for Dental Health in Sterling with Cascades One, a revolutionary full mouth implant system. Only with Cascades One can you get one doctor, one office, one price. And in as little as one day, you can get one custom smile that looks, feels, and functions just like healthy, natural teeth. Learn more at cascades1.com or call 866-25-SLEEP. Meet Harper, teammate at Truist. Hello. She was born to care and always had your back. Like the time her friend's bumper car took a gnarly hit. Oh, no. His retainer went flying, but Harper caught it before it got crushed. Today, Harper's a teammate at Truist, the bank with Truist One checking. 
With no overdraft fees, a $100 negative balance buffer, and automatic upgrades, Truist One Checking has your back, too. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. $100 negative balance buffer. Eligibility requirements apply. Truist Bank member FDIC. With the federal fiscal year-end fast approaching, DLT Solutions has the technology your organization needs to maximize its remaining budget dollars. CrowdStrike is the market leader in cloud-delivered protection of endpoints, cloud workloads, identity, and data for DOD and civilian agencies. At CrowdStrike, intelligence and expertise come together to deliver modern, secure, and resilient zero-trust capabilities for the federal government. To learn more, visit DLT.com slash CrowdStrike. That's DLT.com slash CrowdStrike. You're listening to WTOP News. 23, it was another moving moment at Westminster Hall today as the four children of Queen Elizabeth gathered around her coffin in silent tribute. One of them, of course, was Britain's King Charles III. CBS News correspondent Daniel Backus from London. In London, the national mourning goes on as thousands of visitors wait their turn to visit the Queen's coffin. Even soccer star David Beckham was willing to stick it out. We all want to be here together. We all want to experience something where we celebrate the amazing life of our Queen. For those just joining the line, officials say it could take a full 24 hours before they get inside. Everyone's so friendly as well. So this is camaraderie. You've made new friends. You're cute friends. Yeah, exactly. When you get inside, it's just... I just can't. There's no words to describe it. CBS News correspondent Steve Futterman, also in London, says people are determined to give their final farewell to the Queen in a respectful way. Nothing is stopping these people from joining the line. Whether it's cold, it's going to be cold tonight. Whether it's a 24-hour wait, they want to pay respects to the Queen. They feel nothing like this will ever happen again. You'll never have a monarch serve this long. In the next 20, 30, 50 years, you may not have a queen again. And they want to pay respect to her. Almost everyone who's in line cannot remember another monarch. She has been the only monarch they've ever known. So it's all these things put together. The weather is relatively mild. It's not raining. It may be cold. So all these things put together, I think, bring out this very massive line of five miles. It might get even longer. With the Queen's funeral coming up early Monday morning DC time, some local British establishments are planning to show the televised service as it's broadcast live early in the day. As again, it starts at 6 a.m. local time Monday. DCS reports the Queen Vic on the 8th Street corridor is opening its kitchen at 5.30 a.m. for a screening of the funeral. The bar will be open a little later at 6 a.m. You do need to pre-register for the screening here. The Brighton on the southwest D.C. waterfront is opening at 5.30 a.m. Monday to screen the funeral with the sound on. Tea and an assortment of pastries will be available, and that is first come, first serve. Then above-ground chef Nicholas Martino is taking a different approach. He says he doesn't approve of anyone capitalizing off the Queen's death. He won't be doing any funeral screenings or related events, but above-ground will give away free crowns to commemorate the Queen. That's over the weekend and on Monday. Now 8.25. Money News 25 and 55 and Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow ended Friday's session down 139 points. It lost four and a quarter percent for the week. The University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment Survey showed improvement with lower expectations for inflation. The British pound hit its lowest level against the dollar since 1985 Friday at $1.14. Holiday spending is forecast to be up 7.5% this year, but exclude the effects of inflation and the gain from last year may be as little as 1%. Jeff Glabel, WTOP News. 826 now on WTOP. Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis is defending his controversial move of flying migrants to Martha's Vineyard this week. We'll hear from Washington Week's Yamish Halsindor ahead. Stay with us tonight. I'm Katie DePaula for Long Roofing. 
Over seven decades ago, my great-grandfather started a long legacy with reliability, value, and quality in mind. Summer storms can cause major damage to your roof, like missing shingles, costly leaks, and even structural damage you may not see. Protect your family and your home with a free estimate from Long Roofing today. Expert installation to... Okay, close your eyes and imagine. Well, unless you're driving. Yes, imagine you bought a scratch ticket from the Iowa Lottery. Or someone gave you one. Yes, right, and you scratch, and you've won. Won big. Yes, in fact, there are 13 holiday games with big cash prizes. And if you don't win, play it again. You can still win up to $100,000 in the VIP club. But you have to enter and see rules and complete details at ialottery.com slash VIP. Yes, thank you.